On today's show, we discuss the return of little Uzi Vert, who decided to return in the form of a gro grocery store convenience store music video thing. Uh, we have the unlikely bond between Jermaine and sex. And we also, uh, unfortunately, have to say goodbye to the one and only Nipsey Hussle. This is As We Proceed, and I am joined by the Joe Budden to my Barack Obama. Yes, I'm Chris Maitland, and this is the place where we spit in the face of people who don't want to be cool. Hey, there we go. Nice little trip to WrestleMania. Exactly. I, I did oh, that just for you. Absolutely. It must have pulled up. Might I say, we are very much in the camp of the man over here as we proceed. Are, I mean, are we? I mean, again, as, as I was telling Felicia before we started recording, I haven't watched WrestleMania. I'm watching WrestleMania this, this Sunday. I have not watched it in 10 years, but I'll, I'll go with the, whoever I, the fuck. The, who the fuck is the man? Is that Be I, Becky Lynch? Becky Lynch. Okay, yep. fantastic. There yep. we go. See, I'm learning things today, kids. There you go. You learn something new every day. Anyway, this is not a wrestling podcast as much as I would like it to be. Yeah, it might be. I mean, I mean, we, we haven't done this in a while, so who knows? <laughs> we went through several reinventions. We could we could be a, a podcast that just breaks down the land before time movies for all I fucking know. <laughs> That'd be pretty sweet. I mean, when we get to the third, we'd have so much content. We have to bring a lot. Of Experts when it comes to that third movie. Well, there's about 64 of them, so I think I think we need to bring in an expert for each one. <laughs> okay. Um, Perhaps a paleontologist. We do have to uh, say goodbye uh, to a fallen a fallen uh, icon here in the uh, hip hop community. Mr. Nipsey Hussle was gunned down uh, in front of his LA store on Sunday afternoon, um, and the world has just come out in shock. Really, uh, droves of people have just uh, are taken away by this. Uh, we had no idea this was going to happen. Obviously, um, Chris, what are your thoughts on this? I mean, I mean, I mean, it's just fucking tragic, man. I mean, I mean, think about it, because I was, I, I, I'm full disclosure, I didn't really listen to his music. Mm -hmm. I barely knew who he was. I mean, honestly, like, I, like, to the fullest extent of his, like, I, I, I knew, I knew a couple songs here and there. I knew his work with YG, a little bit of his work with YG, like, F FDT, uh, above all. Yeah. I knew he was married to Lauren London. That's about it. Um, but I mean, the guy, I mean, like, I mean, like, after he died, obviously, all the work, all the, uh, Basically, like people, people, yeah, people, when people were memorializing him with the work he did in the community, I mean, it was insane how much he invested in LA. I mean, crime, like that's where he died. He died literally in front of his own clothing store. Right. right. So I mean, it's, it's fucked up that I mean, a guy that just tried to give back to the community goes it goes out like this. I mean, very, this, very much a shame. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, the guy like literally, like he. I mean, like I mean, like we all know how shit works. Unfortunately, is basically the government doesn't invest in these communities. No. And this guy, like he had been. I mean, obviously he was involved with gangs as a young, a young kid, and he was trying to get people off the same path, like prevent people from going down the path he went. Mm -hmm. And I mean, he, I mean, he had, I mean, he had STEM programs set up. He had a whole workspace set up in, in L.A. Yeah, tons they, of nonprofit organizations yeah, all and, across Los Angeles, and also trying to branch out into uh, the entire nation as a whole. Um, yeah. Yeah, pretty pretty devastating uh, to hear that news. Um, I was definitely taken aback by it, just because I know Nipsey Hussle was one of those individuals who was trying to steer further and further away exactly. from that gang culture, exactly. um, which is something you don't necessarily see as often nowadays with a lot of rappers who are kind of glorifying it. Uh, Nipsey Hussle obviously had ties to the Crip, you know, uh, affiliation with the Crips, but I mean, it's not like he was out here you know, bragging about it or you're trying to endorse that kind of no, kind of but violence. It, it, it's fucked up. Unfortunately, of course, people are just gonna are gonna jump to that conclusion yeah. and say like, oh well, he was a gang member. Like, oh, you you, you right. reap what you like sow. Like he had it coming. But like, or dude, something our, like that. again, yeah. I mean, it's 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 easy for I mean, like for people that like like we we were fortunate enough to not be removed from that life. Like that like that wasn't. But like this is unfortunately like this is the reality for many many people. And like he was doing his fucking best to try to like, put an end to this shit. Mm -hmm. And he was, he went back, I mean, he could have fucking, he, he got money, he could have fucking left. Absolutely. He could have he turned his fucking back on where he came from. So a lot but of he rappers was, do. He was trying to, to, to do his part to help kids get the fuck out. 
Mm. And it's a fucking hard, I mean, it's a fucking rough, rough situation. I mean, like, I mean, like, I can't conceive it personally. I mean, like, I mean, like, if you're not, I mean, like, the best, the best people like you and I can do who grew, who grew up away from the shit is just try to, like, just understand, like, at least develop a semblance of understanding what it's like. I well, I mean, we'll never know the reality, of course, but you just have to realize that, like, this shit is an epidemic. Mm-hmm. And it's not fucking going anywhere because people don't fucking invest their goddamn time. And this is a guy that fucking did his fucking best to invest his fucking time and try to make things better for, for people in this completely underserved community. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I don't really have much else really to say. Only because me me personally, uh, I was also not the biggest fan of Nipsey Hussle. Um, I, I mean, I know if I'm familiar with his albums, you know, Crenshaw and then Victory Lap, which was all obviously... Victory, was yeah, Victory Lap was his, was his first full length that came out last year. Victory Lap, yeah, first full length uh, uh, album. Uh, it was actually nominated for one of the for uh, Best Rap Album at the Grammys. It was shit, It okay. was, yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, you know, didn't win or anything like that. But I mean, that's a huge... Huge honorable accolade right there in itself, uh, but I'm just I'm I'm so uh, happy to uh, to say and see all of the support that's come out because a lot a lot of times the internet when 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 celebrity dies you get a lot of negativity. I mean, and well, there was obviously and you still got plenty of it. There was a lot of negativity in this, but I mean the majority of it I feel like especially from people who knew him well was incredibly positive. I will say he got the hip hop community to come together, which is goddamn near impossible. It's near impossible nowadays. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, there was no, none of his fellow rappers had anything bad to say about him. No. I mean, you had guys fucking everybody from Drake to Killer Mike to Juicy J yep. and like I, I, a bunch of others. A bunch I know of other people. Yeah, I know Issa Rae, who's obviously she's she's from Crenshaw too, right? Mm-hmm. I believe. So and Issa Rae actually said like directly like what he was doing in that neighborhood caused her, like made her give back to the community. Yeah, that's great. That's amazing to hear. And, um, yeah, and exact, exactly, and it's just, it's a real fucking shame when a guy who was, who had dedicated so fucking much to doing good gets gunned down. Right. Um, so yeah, uh, not really much else to say for this story. Uh, rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. I mean, what well, I'll say one, one thing that was fucked up is yeah. that, like, I mean, like, they, they had a vigil last night and, like, shit got completely out of fucking hand. I mean, like, there was, both people got stabbed and shit. It was, really? It was, it was not pretty. I, mean, I don't know, I don't know I the full. I wasn't aware of that. I don't know the full details, but I saw it this morning, and, yeah, they, obviously they, they have, they, they named a suspect. Clearly a developing story still. Uh, yeah, but, but it was just, it was just fucked up. I mean, like, when you're, you're trying to fucking honor this guy. Like obviously, like I think it's a lot of emotions like where he that, got. It's a lot of emotions that are pent up that people don't necessarily know how to channel. No, no, yeah. You know, people a, get, that's they a, that's get caught point. up in the moment. They're not really sure how to control themselves. No, that's a good point, but it's it's just fucked up when you're tra- when you're trying to honor the life of a good man who died way too fucking soon and stuff like that. I mean, shit, gets happened, out of, shit gets out of hand. It happened at, uh, at X's uh, funeral, I think. Yeah. But X, I mean, X is a much more controversial figure. Right. I mean, if, if, if no, I'm just trying to make the point that. I no, mean, no, you're right. I mean, like, it just seems like I don't know. It, it, it just seems fucked up that people people start like. I mean, I don't know. It, it's fucked up like when you have people like kind of just like act that way at an event that's supposed to bring everybody together. Yeah, does the complete opposite. But uh, anyway, we're gonna move on to uh, our next story, which uh, comes in the form of uh, Jermaine Cole and Young Thug. Uh, these two were spotted. Oh. Oh, that is a meme up there uh, that I don't know if you guys can see that, but um, <laughs> there, there we go. Can we get that, that picture right there up on oh, the screen? Oh, look at that. Look at those two men. Jermaine Cole. Shopping it up. And Young Thug. Uh, apparently, reportedly, uh, Jermaine Cole, or J. Cole, uh, as he's uh, obviously more <laughs> famously known, is going to be executive. <laughs> <laughs> Not in these parts. He's <laughs> supposed to be executive producing uh, Young Thug's next album. Uh, I was surprised by this. Uh, right. not uh, because Really? I feel, yeah, because, uh, I mean, I don't think they've done anything together. Uh, I'm not J. sure. J. Cole brought him out on tour last year. And they well, were yeah, but they, I mean, and, as far as mu- music-wise, I've never no, seen well, J. Cole well, and Young Thug do a song together. 
Well, J. Cole doesn't do fucking songs with anybody. I'm kidding. He does guest spots, but J. Cole doesn't have everybody on That's his side. That's what I'm saying. I know. I know. Well, Young, Young, Thug, Young Thug doesn't have a ton of guest spots. He doesn't have a ton of high-profile guest spots. Well, okay. On his shit. I mean, it's, I mean like, but, tra- like with the exception of Jeffrey, I mean, hell, he's gone like a whole album without having guest yeah, spots. Yeah, but I mean, he's collaborated with like Migos, Gucci Mane. You oh, know, yeah, no. Young Thug, will, it's more common for Young Thug to show up on other people's songs than, the, than vice versa. They're very much two of the same artists in that they like to kind of... Uh, shine separately. Um, uh, to to, I mean, J. Cole more so, clearly, because he doesn't have guest artists at all. Young Thug just kind of minimizes it. With, uh, I said, again, with the exception of Jeffrey. But I mean, I mean, Young, I mean, Young Thug's had high profile people on his songs where he's had all three Migos yep. on his songs, yep. not all together, but separately. Yep. Uh, he's had Travis Scott, Everybody. Future, fucking Gunna, Gucci Mane. I mean, not, Gunna. not people that he's even Gunna's on, up. Gunna's on his label, though. So right. that, that makes complete sense. But, I mean, Gunna, I mean, he's a mentor to Gunna, so that makes mm-hmm. entire sense. He's, he's, he's a part of that young stoner life. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think we're going to get from this? Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I think, I think the, the influence of J. Cole on the album will be overblown because he's in an executive producer. He's just executive producer. Yeah, I mean, I mean they were reportedly Young Thugs in the studio right now, and J. Cole is with him, but I don't know if he's like secretly producing things. But executive producer, a, executive producer basically just means you put money behind the project. Exactly. I mean, fucking LeBron James executive produced uh, 2 Chainz's new album. Do you think he was getting behind the boards? You think he was kicking Southside and Buddha Blessing? Messing side? around in Fruity Loops? Yeah, 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 exactly. You think Tahid Epps is rapping over LeBron James beats? No. <laughs> no, no. Although there was a great story. That, I mean, this is slightly off topic, but it was a great story. Is that there were the, two chains released that promo video mm-hmm. w- uh, of him and LeBron in the studio? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And the, the timestamp was like whatever. It was like February whatever, like t- 11 p.m. Los Angeles, California. The next night, LeBron didn't play. And people were like, did he fucking miss the game, like a big game against the Warriors? Because he was in the studio. Because he's in the studio with two chains. It was, he probably did. <laughs> he probably got into the vino. Two, I mean, uh, LeBron, he, LeBron's a big wine drinker. I'm not kidding. Like, he oh, really? Like, I'm not kidding. Like, if you go to his Instagram, like during the off season or like during the during a break, he's just like drinking wine all summer. I guess he'd rather. So rap, he's just yeah. He'd, he'd rather rap than go he to was the league. Wine, like, he was hurt. He was hurt for two weeks and uh, no, sorry, two months early this season. He was only drinking wine on the bench one night. Is that why they took him off the rest of the season? Until yeah, that's why they shut him down. He's just drinking wine. Um, but yeah, anyway, back to back. Back to the story. But yes, uh, Jermaine Cole and J. Cole and Young Thug, uh, look out for that soon. I mean, I'm, I, I'm hopefully, I'm hoping this isn't going to be a really boring album. <laughs> you um, can't make Jeffrey I, Williams boring. Well, here's the thing: is that J. Cole's obviously going to produce a song for this. There, there, is he? he, I, mean, he I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. With every album that J. Cole's like been around, or every circle he's been around, he's found a way to kind of sneak one beat in there. So I, 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 I mean, he did it for uh, last year or two years ago when he uh, he did a beat for uh, for Joey Badass's album. Uh, so I mean, I would be, I, I would he be surprised. But he doesn't, he doesn't do a ton of outside producing though. He mostly just produces his own shit. Oh, he does. It, the only thing is that a lot of people don't know it's him. Um, so Wait, like, what is he like? Ghost credited? Well, he's ghost credited, and a lot of times people just don't really do the research to look up and find out that he made the <laughs> no, beat. No, I mean again, no, again, or, or, or it'll be a song where there's like five producers and J Cole's one of those producers on the, on yeah, the record. Yeah, I don't know enough about his production credits outside of his own work to uh-huh. say like he's never done it before. But I, I don't know. I, it's very rarely when I'm combing through a production list because I, I will list. usually I usually do that after I listen to the record, and I you, I have not seen the name Cole pop out. Okay, but 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 I don't. It, it'll be interesting to see what capacity he's he participates in the album because Same. I mean again the, it, it is kind of a weird relationship between these two guys because they're like completely they're almost j- from two separate worlds they are absolutely from two separate worlds but it's funny enough because J. Cole apparently had like b- b- dating back a couple years ago literally like 
sang the praises of Young Thug at length, basically saying, like, yeah, he might seem like he's, like, just, like, this mumble rapper and, like, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But, like, the guys, like, like but the people who really know, know, <laughs> they know that he's a fucking genius. He's not messing around, yeah. So look forward to yeah, that. It, it's going to be, no, I'm just, because, I mean, for me, for me, because, I mean, you, you were probably expecting me to react to this with, like, explosive hatred. Yeah, that's what I was, that's incredibly <laughs> but correct. The yeah. only reason is because he's an executive producer. If, if, the, if you were to tell me they were putting out a, a, a if they were collabing on an album, it was a, if it was a super slimy situation, yeah. and it was like it would be super boring. Is what it would be super, super dreary. <laughs> yeah, super snoozy. Fucking yeah, no, it would be it would be the uh, it would be sleep medication in audio form. <laughs> well, not no, no, but not really. It would be it would be half of it would be very exciting, and half of it would be incredibly dull. <laughs> it would just, so so it, yeah, so it would just be up down up down the whole time. I hope. I mean, hopefully that's not what we get. I mean, obviously, Young Thug is definitely hard at work. I, I have a feeling it's probably gonna be one of the is, biggest albums this year. <laughs> one thing that's great. Is that people? Because Young Thug has so many projects that he's announced and never actually like released. Yeah, but the, but the thing is, too, is, is Young Thug he puts a ton of albums out, but he'll but he'll also announce a ton and never release and them. Never released so people them, are yeah. like, is this Barter Seven? Is this is this Hyphen? I saw that hyphen. too. No, which is great. Hyphen was an album he announced. He did a tour for Hyphen. Hyphen isn't a thing, so it, it doesn't exist. No, but so he did a tour songs, for it. Did he perform the songs that were supposed to be on that album on it, tour? I don't think so, but I, I don't know. That, that tour wasn't around here. I was think it? it was mostly in the Midwest. Oh, that's but like, weird. He, you know, he, and he, like, rid a ho- he rode a horse for the tour. That, 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 was, that tour is mostly known for the fact that he did a promo shoot on a horse. Fantastic, but, man. I got to see this. Oh, it's great. It's great. You, 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 you can is look it up. Footage? It's out there. Oh, yeah. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. Good. Good. Oh, it's great good. stuff. But um, it'll be interesting to see what the pro- this project is. Yeah, because I, I, I honestly don't know. It probably know won't be anything. I honestly don't think. I mean, when was the last time? Well, those beautiful Vlogger Girls was the last album, right? That was the last f- studio, studio album. album. And this yes. is going to be another studio album. His last project was. Oh god damn it! It was um fuck. It wasn't Slime Language because Slime Language was a compilation. It was fucking oh my god. It was right after Slime Language. No, this is this is a tragedy. Last though. year. Yeah. Okay. So Here No Evil was the EP. He put out, he put out three things last year. It was he- Here No Evil was really the EP. Remember. Here No Evil was the EP. Slime Language was the compilation album for his l- label. And then, oh god damn it! And this is this is a disgusting that I don't I don't fucking remember this. Yeah, you're. No, like, I'm serious. No, I know. I'm a young like, fucking fanboy. I don't remember what fucking the last thing he put out was. Shit, it wasn't Slime Language. He put it. He put another fucking record out. Was it? A, was it a sequel to an, to another uh, big tape? No. Oh, okay. Cause, no, because he hasn't put a he hasn't put a sequel out. I don't think since since fucking Slime Season, Slime Season three, which is which is three years ago. Um, balls, 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 balls. All I have here is, is Barter Seven. <laughs> yeah, but Bar- Barter Seven, Barter Seven is definitely in the works. <laughs> or at least I should clarify that Jeffrey has claimed it's in the works. Uh, w- uh, was it on the Riven? What? On on the RV? Oh, it, yeah, it was on the run. I God mean, damn it! On the Riven. I'm a moron. It's spelled RVN. It's so on I the on fucking the run. Thank mm-hmm. you. Fuck me. Uh, this is a fucking disgraceful moment. I'm, I'm uh, gonna be. I'm, I mean, we could have easily just left. God it damn it. We fucked up for next year because that came out in like September. Yeah. So it came out. It came out short, like pretty much right after. Okay. No, all the rum was fucking great. If you say so, I didn't. It was fucking it. awesome. <laughs> I, 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 God I'm more damn of a, it. I'm more of a I'm more of a singles guy when it comes to Young Thug. I'll, I'll pick and choose. Well, there's whatever's, some great fucking songs. Yeah. Whatever, all that shit, man. Like, there was a Jaden Smith guest spot. Sin. Oh God. Climax was uh, six lakh. Oh God. Six lakh. Oh, you mean black? I, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Don't I, be I, it's just I I enjoy mispronouncing his name. It's it's really funny. You get a real kick out of that, don't you? I sadly I do. All right. Well, let's uh, move I'm on to our, uh, our next story, which uh, comes in the form of the one and only Uzi London, as he's known on Twitter. Um, Wait, what, why the fuck is that the case? No idea. Has he, has he been to London? I have no idea. But anyway, I mean, I mean, he's the pride of Philadelphia. Yeah. Uh, so I have no idea why the hell he's known as London. <laughs> I'm actually gonna let you take this away because we actually have footage of the video that he put out for. Uh, yeah. 
one thing, because all right, so this has been yanked like off of all the streaming services, and I don't know why. YouTube is, I believe, the only place. YouTube, this music video, I believe, is the only place that you can actually listen to the song. Is it not on SoundCloud? No, I went on a SoundCloud this morning. That's so it got, weird. It got taken off of SoundCloud. People, people think his label, Atlantic, is revolting. They're, well, tr- they're, they're, they're preventing him from releasing the album, which is ridiculous because, okay, Atlantic, mind you, little Uzi Vert, he only has one full, like, one full length album to his name. That'd be Love Is Rage yeah. 2. Shit went platinum. You think Atlantic is like, you know what, Uzi, we're going to shut your money off, pal. We, you're, you're, not, you're not helping us out. You're not an asset to our label. Well, here's the thing is he was the one that came out and said, like, I'm retiring from music. Yes. So, I mean, if I'm a label and I'm looking at him like, no, the fuck you're not. It's a stunt. He, he, no, we know that now. I mean, we knew that at the time. But here's the but, thing. If I'm investing money in an artist and I see that shit, I'm like, uh, sure. no, the fuck you're not. But do you think he didn't fucking tip the goddamn label off before he fucking did it? You don't, when, you, when you're under contract, stuff, when you're under contract... You're Art? gonna you're gonna alert the people. Paying Are you the, sure about that? Because artists go bill. artists go off the script all the time. They do shit without telling the label. Way. I mean, all again, the time. again, that that's the facade. I think I think in this case with someone like him who's a lot younger and hasn't necessarily been signed it's to a, a goddamn studio rebel. Fact, well, he hasn't been signed to a record label for that long. No. So, I mean, it, make, it makes complete sense that he wouldn't necessarily know how to develop communication between him and his record label. I, I have a hard time buying that. I really? Mean, I, I, I do. I'm not saying he's not a smart kid. I'm just saying, in this case, it seemed like one of those things where he was like, yeah, I'm just going to tell everybody I'm retiring. And his label looked at him and was like, you should have probably said you were going to pull a stunt off first. But anyway. If, if there's literally a problem of him, if basically if we, don't, if we don't hear from him again for like f- fucking two years, then you might be on to something. But I have a feeling that's not going to be the case. That's not the case. All right. So Little Uzi Vert, I mean, he had an album called Eternal Take yep. that was supposed to come out late last year. Do we want to go into what? <laughs> oh, with, 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 the, uh, with the, <laughs> the cult? No, the cult. Yeah. So, so he's getting sued by a cult um, known as Heaven's Gate, who um, basically thought aliens were coming in the 70s and they all killed themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's only two fucking members surviving and they're suing him, yeah. which is tremendous. But then you could just use a different cover. Exactly. So that's not the problem. I just think it's hilarious. It is pretty ridiculous. So Uzi, so Uzi kept teasing this album, teasing this album. And then January 11th, he takes to the Instagram. He, go, he goes to the IG, yep. as, as one does. And he goes to post a thing to his story, announcing his retirement, saying basically he's done, like he's appreciates all the support, but he's done with music. And he deleted everything that he had. Everything mm-hmm. that was on the, the little Uzi flash drive has been deleted. <laughs> And he, he lose it. and he wants to go back. He, he, he's done with being famous. Yeah. He just wants to go back to 2013 for reference purposes. He, put, he started making music in 2014. His, he blew up at two, in late 2015. We put Love is Rage, the original Love is Rage out. So basically he just saying like, yeah, like I, would, I just want to be back when I was 19, 20 years old, hanging out in Philadelphia before anybody knew. Mid, having a mid-20s When I was crisis. just Samir Woods. Yeah. Or however you pronounce his first name. Uh-huh. I'm going to go with Samir, probably fucking wrong. Feel free to call me out on it. So, he, yeah, so this is Friday night, well, late Friday night, January 11th. So, January 21st, okay. he's in a Philadelphia 76ers game, sitting courtside with the owner of the Sixers and Meek Mill. Nice. And so, he, so he's at the game. He's hanging out. He's, he's like the star of the game. This is doing Philadelphia. Like because the, 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 the owner is like a, he's like a young hip owner. Yeah. And he and he and he, and he helped with with uh, Meek Mill's. Uh, oh, it's release. the same guy. Yeah, same. You know, he, he was he was nice. Like the top advocate, and he made okay. he was making a lot of the calls to help him get released. Oh, nice. And he flew him on his jet to the game to, to ring the bell at the Sixers game when he got out of prison. Yeah, yeah, I know about that. Yeah, so so he so they have like a star of the game thing in Philadelphia. Well, they'll, they'll like shine, shine a light on everybody. So when he was walking out of the arena after the game. Some somebody like someone. Well, obviously, people fucking know who he is in Philadelphia. People, I mean, people know where he is fucking everywhere. But yeah. in Philadelphia, he's gonna get a lot of love. So a fan yells to him, "Uzi, like, come back to music." He's like, "I can't." 
<laughs> this is, I mean, that, that's not a direct quote, but that was essentially the gist of the exchange. Oh, okay. So, thought, Uzi, so was... Uzi was giving up the, I mean, that could have been the quote, but I'm not positive. I can't. Yeah. All right, bye. Okay, so Uzi's, Uzi, when he's walking off the court, he's like, no, no, I can't, can't do it, man. Can't do it. I'm done with I'm. This, this isn't a joke, guys. So, again, none of this is, I'm not convinced at all at any point of this. You're not buying and it? Then, yeah, and my, my suspicions, uh-huh. of, of me, my, I, was, I was vindicated on January 28th. The Rolling Loud lineup comes out, and uh-huh. I was pissing myself when this came. So this, this, is, this is fucking two, basically, yeah, two weeks later, pretty much. Like, uh-huh. it was, yeah, the 11th, so, yeah, it was basically two weeks, like 17 days later. Something like that, yeah. 17 days later. Uh, guess who's playing Rolling Loud? Lil Uzi Vert on the on the Sunday, the last day. It's Kid Cudi's number one on the bill. Number two is Lil Uzi Vert. Hey, maybe he. So basically, he pulled a Brett Favre. I know you're not a sports guy, but Brett Favre was this quarterback who I was mean, in the clearly. Hall of Fame. <laughs> I don't why. Well, hey, you've, you've sports been... entertainment guy. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. No, I'm sorry. Brett Favre. So, so Brett Favre was a quarterback who who played for the Green Bay Packers, New York Jets, and Minnesota Vikings. He retired from football about five times, but he would basically each retirement would basically last about like a month, and he'd come oh. back. It got to the point where the, like, was the, the last time the last time he came out of retirement, they were literally staking out his house to like it was like it was like, basically like ESPN <laughs> was like like they had a, they paid a guy to like like basically go in the bushes at his Wait, house so they were in waiting? Mississippi. They were basically waiting, and then he got flown he got flown to Minnesota to like come out of retirement. Oh, it was hysterical. God. But he basically when he actually retired for good, it was. Like it was actually a surprise. So like, oh, Brett's is gonna come out of retirement again. Yeah. So I was, I was like, he this was actually held probably shorter than Brett Favre because Brett Favre used to wait like probably like a month before he before he he come out of retirement. This guy waited like half a month. Uzi, yeah, Uzi, waited, Uzi waited 17 days. He waited a week. He waited two right. and a half weeks essentially. Right. So basically, that was the like he hadn't he was still giving off the illusion he was retired. Mm-hmm. But it was like okay, like dude, you're doing fucking shows now. You come don't. On. Do, you, this isn't like the farewell show. Come and on, then, man. You so that, at least like put put a little bit of like commitment into it. And then basically, March 27th. We uh, sorry, March 28th, right. last Thursday. Yeah. We got confirmation that he is indeed not done with music. No. When he posted to SoundCloud to and though. YouTube. And I th- apparently it was on the streaming services at some point, but uh, it has since been yanked. I didn't, like you said. I mean, the only reason why I heard the song was because of the video. I didn't, I didn't, yeah, look, I, I didn't look for it. I was actually, I was, like I was actually going to listen to the song this morning because I knew, uh, I knew, I had checked over the weekend. That it was if it was on the streaming services, it wasn't. Okay. I, I, I use, I use the Spotify. That, that, yeah. that, 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 that's my prefer, my uh, streaming service of choice. Wasn't on there. I went on SoundCloud this morning to listen to it. Wasn't, wasn't there, yeah. So, but I mean, maybe he doesn't Thankfully, he doesn't it was on the free. YouTube. They're trying to wipe my boy off the face, the face of the internet. It's not the Atlantic work, Records is trying to silence little Lucy. Or, or is it Heaven's Gate? Oh, man. It could be the Heaven's Gate cult. Dude, what if it is? Did you see the UFO in that video? That, the, yeah, the, no, this is actually why this um, is shot in a convenience store, is because it's the only place that Heaven's Gate can't track him. <laughs> exactly. This is <laughs> That's why he's in very, very, very vague, generic locations. They, a, they, they can't, there's no signs. Yeah, this is hideaway from, from Eternal. T- what's the name of the Heaven's Gate? Heaven's Gate, the Heaven's Gate cult? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I mean, I guess I'm excited for this. I mean, um, I mean how did you feel? I, I, should, I should clarify now that, we've, now that we've confirmed that he's back and he's uh, uh, hiding from a cult um, what did you feel about the how did you feel about the actual song it's an alright song the only thing is like I feel like he makes music that I could hear from anybody I was having this conversation with a co-worker of mine um, he's a huge fan of Nav and oh, I, yeah. and, and I, I almost feel like like th- there's these uh, and I'm not trying to get on like the bandwagon of like hitting mumble rap or anything it's nothing like that because he's definitely not I, don't, I wouldn't call Uzi a mumble rapper at all by any means of the world I wouldn't call anybody that uh, <laughs> it's a conspiracy <laughs> I, I also I just feel like this is that kind of SoundCloud music very like uh, uh, I mean high tempo not necessarily uh, not necessarily that lyrical kind of music that it, a lot of rappers make. Very cookie cutter. So, uh, I mean, I didn't hate it at all. Didn't really care for it at all. 
I mean, I guess I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I'm, I'm excited. I'm a pretty big fan of Uzi. I mean, I, I, I actually could strongly disagree with what you just said. I mean, I think that he, I, I, I mean, calling him an innovator, I think would be a little bit, giving him a little bit too much credit. But I mean, I think that. How is he an innovator? How would he even be close to that? Because, I mean, like, he's largely credited with making the sad boy rap, like, emo rap, like, more more popular. He is? Yes. I mean, you have 10 other rappers with a little in front of them that do the exact same thing. How do you know yeah, who did Uzi, it first? Yeah, but Uzi, Uzi did do it first. Is there records to show that? He was the, 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 uh, yeah, the pioneer, he, as you say? Yeah, but if you look at, like, like guys like X and... Lil Xan, like all those guys, yeah. like they came, uh, Trippy Red, like those guys all came out way, way after him. All right. Love well, Rage came out in 2015. Well, you would know more about it, so I, yeah. I, I so I mean, I mean, I think Uzi is interesting cause, because I think Uzi isn't just that. I think I think he can pull off the sad shit very well, and I think he can pull off the trap shit very well. And okay. I, th I think I think his he has some consistency problems, but I think he's a very I think when he hits, he fucking hits. When did Juice World come out? After that. Oh, okay, so he he wasn't rapping before uh, when he when uh. Before Uzi Vert, right? No, he came after. Ju Uzi. Juice is only like twenty. Get it? Uzi first almost twenty-five. He's he's the same. He's pretty much the same age as you. Oh, you, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's, he oh. was born July ninety-four. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, we're definitely. He's, he's so a, yeah. He's so he's a, he's a lot older than these guys. The, the other guys you mentioned. Damn. They all seem like they're the same age. I, I'm not gonna argue with that. <laughs> so I I because I can't I couldn't tell the difference. But here's but, the thing: is nowadays I feel like I'm getting way too old for this shit. I'm only 24 years old, okay, and I, I can't differ I can't on. differentiate between who how old these guys these kids are. They all look the same. Yeah, well, I don't think that's, I, don't, I think that's a you problem, not an age problem. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, I think that's just like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. But, uh, but I mean, how, how, all right, so here's how I feel about the song. I think yeah. the song is, it's weird because, like, it, like the beat first off, it, it sounds like I'll say it, it, to this guy, I will say this song kind of lends to the conspiracy that Atlantic Records is, is, is shutting him out because, like, this shit sounds like it was, like, like you and I could have recorded this on fucking. In terms of the in terms of the sound quality, <laughs> I'm not talking about in terms of the, the vocal like the rapping ability or whatever. But okay. in terms of like this sounds like somebody made it on GarageBand. Like the actual instrumental, you, the, the the instrumental literally like like it's it's so fucking quiet. But what's the difference between that and anything else he's, he's like produced? Besides, it, it's it's uh, you can hear the other beats he raps over. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he can hear everything else he's saying. Yeah, so I couldn't even tell you what the beat is because it's so fucking far away. It sounds it sounds like it sounds like he was like he like the mic was like the mic was like fucking a mile away from the engine. It's not like he had a live band that was playing in another fucking room behind him. You want to know what's crazy? Is this is probably going to be the lead single. It, I don't know. I hope it's not. Like, and like, I think something very like like you said, it almost like he's meticulously planning this out, like you like you were saying. I almost kind of feel as though he wants this to be the lead single, like so bad. It could be. I mean, not, not just because it's the or, first song or it's a cry for help. You think it's a, that's what it is? It's a cry for help. He wants to be liberated from his label. <laughs> I mean, if he's and doing he's like, this, is he's a really like, good guys, way to like this it. rapping, like, like I, I think it's the pretty good way to promote I, I think, your album. I think the rapping's pretty good. I, I do. I think it's. I think the yeah. mix. The mixing's off. Rapping. The mixing is also off. Rapping the, was good. The mixing is like the mixing is very squeaky. Uh huh. Which is weird. Like it just sounds. Uh, it's unpolished. I think the song itself is pretty. I think the rapping's pretty good. I, I think Uzi's a charismatic guy. I think he's a charismatic <laughs> rapper. But like. I just think I think basically if it had a professional mixing job on it, it'd be A plus. Uh, maybe I mean maybe the, the whole on, oh, a on plus, maybe, the, it'd be B plus. I think it's I think it's at a B, but I think I think it would be a high I think it would be a very, very good song if it was mixed properly. Maybe it'd be better if Jake Cole produced it. 
It would if, if somebody if somebody if a fuck if somebody with goddamn Pro Tools touched the fucking song or somebody just a, a, a professional mixer. Yeah. Like I legit know. I, I know, know who I know made motherfuckers. The song, I know motherfuckers. I know motherfuckers that can do a better mixing job than this shit. Wow. I do. That's insane. That's a pretty pretty harsh hit for someone you're. I'm gonna say not not me, but I'm saying I know people. <laughs> oh, okay. I know. No, I've never fucking. I've I've never done audio mixing, so I have no fun. No, I couldn't I've dabbled, do it. Definitely could could probably uh, not pull something off like this this good. <laughs> I think I think you might be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not giving myself enough credit this, this here. This is a fucking amateur hour production. Yeah. So I I have never heard anything you've mixed before, but I have full. If you've done it before, I've I have almost. I have, I've almost mixed half a song. That's a, that's I think that's more than this motherfucker did. Jeez. <laughs> Whoever did this, like they're either they're either like or I don't know. It is it, it is a shockingly like amateur hour yeah. type production. of uh, production. Yeah. Which All is right. weird, but I'm I'm excited for his return. Hopefully hopefully Heaven's Gate has not consumed his soul and hopefully the, hopefully uh Good old Lil Uzi Vert will come back with come a fucking. Back, yeah. Hopefully, Eternal will take. We'll see the light of day before too long, which I have a sneaking suspicion. Before ro- ro- the Eternal takes him away. Rolling Loud, I believe, is the first weekend of May. Something, I, I don't really Maybe keep the up second with weekend of May. Well, Northern Rolling Loud is mean, one I, of those festivals I don't really keep up with. But well, yeah, me neither, because I'm not going to fucking Miami to go see a bunch of rappers that I can see all the fucking time. Plus, plus I will say, uh, a festival just one genre, like, no thank you. Yeah, it's kind of stupid. No, no, it, it takes away the appeal of the music festivals to yeah. me. I mean, to me, is it's the dynamicism yeah. of music festivals that makes the Matrix thing. Yeah. Because like, there's like, no reason it, it's a glorified show, like house show. No, no, I wouldn't say that. I mean, I mean, I mean, like it's just like I, I just even if I like all the artists, I'd be like, I'm not like I'm, I'm gonna pay. I'm gonna go to Miami for like three days worth of rap music. I mean, yeah. like I love the hippity hop man, but like going to going to fucking three goddamn days. Not necessarily. Like, like I'm not gonna drop that kind of money when I can go to another music festival that had that has like. A similar amount of artists that I enjoy, right, and, no, no. and they're of different genres. I know what you're saying. You can go to like Boston College. No, exactly. Like I've been to Boston College the last couple of years. I'm going again this year one day, uh-huh. and like that's the, the the cool part. And even like Warp Tour and shit. Like the cool part about Warp Tour and like any festival really is like you get to see artists from all over the fucking map right. musically, and like that makes shit interesting because you like you don't know like I mean like what other fucking like where else am I able to see like, the first first Boston College I went to? Like I was able to see fucking Weezer, Flatbush Zombies, and fucking Converge in the same oh my day. God. Like, that could was cool imagine, as hell. Could you imagine if Uzi and Weezer did a song together? That'd be fucking weird as hell, but I'm about it. Insane. Sign, sign me the fuck up. Yeah, uh, I can think of the but, mashups right now. But if he, but if he, but if he's doing rolling out, I wouldn't be surprised if we get an album by the end of the month or first weekend of May. Okay. So we'll uh, see. Let's we'll go see ahead and move on to our album review. Oh yeah. Uh, Mr. Yellow Wolf has come back with his new album. Slum America has returned. Trunk Music Three. Trunk music three, trunk music three. Uh, no, you don't know you mean trunk music. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, that's what I mean. Trunk music with the with the little gold. Oh yeah, like the little little gold speaker, uh, the gold boombox. Yeah, I mean, not I, there. I, I, I mean, unfortunately, we don't have access to a lot of vocal effects here, so, so <laughs> exactly. we, we can't we can't accurately represent the uh, uh, trunk Wolf music. Has returned. This is his first album since Trial by Fire, uh, which came out I believe in 2017. Uh, Yellow Wolf is supposed to be the prospect of a one Marshall Mathers. Uh, came out with Radioactive. For those of you guys who don't know, that came out in 2011. It was his debut album. Not really well received by critics or a lot of audiences were kind of mixed on it. Uh, he then followed up with Love Story in 2015, which uh, I liked a little bit. It was all right. Uh, but also wasn't really well received by a lot of people. Then Trial by Fire came out, which was a lot, a lot more positively received. People kind of felt like it was more of a return to form for Yellow Wolf. Now he's back with Trunk Music 3, which is the threequel to his series of projects, Trunk Music, that being Trunk Music 1 and 2. Uh, we're back. Um, anyway, that, that's my take on well, it. Well, I'm glad that you had the entire chronology of Yellow Wolf figured out because, uh, fucking, I, like, straight up, like, like, I was like, I didn't even know Yellow Wolf was still making music. Really? I, let's, let's just say, I, my familiarity with Yellow Wolf is comically 
it's not there. What it's just it? not there. What do you know about Yellow Wolf? Um, that verse on one train was awful. <laughs> and That's all you know? And he's white. That's all I can tell you. And he, I, I knew he was from... Did you know he's from Alabama? By, by no, but I knew he was from somewhere in the... I, know, I do now, because he all said right. it 5,000 fucking times in the first two songs. But, um, and I, I can tell you that a close friend of my brother, who I also like, but, I, but he's, he's... like we, we don't hang out, so he hangs out with my brother. Um, he's a big fan of him. He's been telling me to listen to him for... Fantastic. A long time, and I have not... Liam Free, what's up, Bill? Um, but, yeah, I don't that, no. Okay. Like, I, I got nothing. I what mean, that, that first album? on one train was garbage. Well, um, again, what, what, what's your take? Yeah, I um, think Trump shoulder. Music three. I think shoulder shrug music three would have been a more accurate title. <laughs> Man, <laughs> because, number three. Because I was just like the whole time. No, I will say, considering the intro, I was I was expecting to be in for a horrific ride. But it was, really, you know, like this is the first song. I'll get to the, I'll get to that. I'll finish the take in a second. Okay. But basically, when that intro. When it's like the Trumpies and like, Ella fucking Bama. I'm like, oh no. I'm like, this is gonna be, I'm like, this is gonna be. No, I was literally concerned. And obviously, you said his ties to Eminem. I'm like, I'm gonna be listening to like Southern Eminem for fucking an hour. That's, really, that's essentially his appeal. He, he, it's yeah, Eminem with a Southern twang. Yeah, and, and the lyrics are, are a lot more mature. He doesn't talk about chopping anybody up. Oh no, I'm not saying he's a good lyricist. Okay. But I'm, I'm saying that he, All right, I was gonna he, doesn't, he doesn't threaten, he doesn't uh, threaten to like, like kick someone's mom in the vagina or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. that was that was refreshing. Okay, nice. but he is a he is a, like Eminem, an old white man mm-hmm. um, who won't let go of the past, <laughs> and basically just makes an album that sounds like it's about ten years old. <laughs> and like you can't tell me this didn't come out at the same time as "We Fly High" by Jim Jones. Oh wow! It just sounds like something that came out when I was in early my early years of high school. So it's safe to say you didn't enjoy this project. It was incredibly average. I think the first half is was slightly above average, and the second half was a little bit below average. Okay, and. I like obviously I got, I got the entire track list in front of me. Oh, I can let's tell hear you, it. I can tell you about how maybe half of these songs, go, or like I can remember about like half something from about half of the songs. Okay, at most. So most of it was kind of forgettable for you. I'd say I'd say the the, the very yeah I'd say like I th- I'll say I'll give you for in terms of accolades. Here we go. I think the production is generally pretty good. Yeah. The rapping is just okay. Yeah. It's just so okay. I think I'm with you on that one. And Yellow and the hooks, largely terrible. Okay. Yellow Wolf, I don't know why the fuck he chooses to deploy like the most obnoxious goddamn voices for his choruses. Oh, well, you mean he didn't like listen to uh 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 but Please he, don't make me think of this A Oh god. Those vocal effects are not new. Those are very, very old vocal effects. No, but but it's more like the like the Turn to Punk Hollywood and then like the fucking singing. I like I actually enjoy Turn Punk Hollywood. Now the worst song that now no that's a very bad hook, but like no, the worst goddamn song in the album is special kind of bad. I knew it! I knew you were gonna say that! Now a song that I mean I admire the honesty. The very very forthcoming with the quality of the fucking song. Uh-huh. Like was, that basically sounded like it's like the worst strip club anthem ever conceived. The other th- and it also sounds Juicy like Juicy J should file for <laughs> file a lawsuit. <laughs> it now, also sounds like Eminem. Pro- I feel like Eminem wrote part of that song. Yeah. The it's a mess. Yeah. It is a fucking mess. It's insane how how we're and the thing is it's the third song on the album. The fourth song. Before is it fourth the, song. So wait, so you got uh, Catfish, Billy, you got TM2. Rowdy's the third Ra- song. Oh, Rowdy's the third song. Third, okay, third so song yeah, that. it is the fourth yeah. song. So you technically you don't really know what the rest of the album is gonna sound like when you get to the fourth song. So by no. the time you get to that song, you're like, oh, wait a minute. This is gonna take a huge dip. 
which yeah. is what I what I experienced personally. That entire yeah. middle section of the album oh, was God. terrible. You know, no, yeah, see, no, see I, I think like the first, I think TM3 is actually pretty good. I enjoyed the, the opening song after the intro, it recovers nicely. Those first three, I was on board. I was on board largely. I, I agree. with Machine Gun Kelly. Because Rowdy, Machine Gun Kelly's verse is stinky, but I don't like Machine Gun Kelly. I, I think I, think, I don't really like him either. But I, I, think, he's, like, I think he's. I, I, I think he should just stick to acting because at least he's okay at that. I thought it was alright. Uh, I, I thought he was alright. He wasn't time. horrible, horrible, but I, he does. He he he, he grates on me. Okay, you know what it is. I think the chemistry between those two is probably what sold it for me between Yellow Wolf and Yeah, but I'll say no. Rowdy is a very good song because it's like because DJ Paul from Three Six Mafia produces. So basically, like it has like a like a real like nice like southern old school southern like knock to it. Well, like like that that's a fucking like speaker assaulting song. Right, right. And very much about that. Um, but yeah, going back to special kind of bad. Actually, actually, I kind of want to move on to the next. The no, next song. I mean no. That, I mean that song basically deserves to be dissected at length. I mean, what else can you say about well, it? Well, the most puzzling. Well, I have to get to the most puzzling creative decision. So, oh, okay. like I said, like, like it's it's generally like a strip club song. Yeah. But then he pulls out a like cu- country hook. It's legit like a country style chorus. Yeah. Which, what? I mean, like why? Like he does what? it a couple times. I know. I no. I agree. And it it doesn't fit at any point when he does it. But mostly but on this, that this song. But this song makes the least sense. Yeah. And it's the worst of the of the bunch. How? It was because the thing is like now see I again as someone who's not heard his music for the most part. Uh-huh. I didn't know he could sing. And this was like an indication. I'm like, I'm like, good lord. I'm like, why the fuck is he singing right now? And like the thing is, <laughs> on drugs he actually sings pretty well. Yeah. But like this song, I'm like, dude, why the fuck are you pulling a like? This is like, like this is a goddamn like. Have, have you? I, I began to question, which is especially odd because DJ Paul produced the, the song pre- preceding this. Had he, had he even like heard a strip club song before? Because the energy levels are going goes up, down, up, down. Strip clubs, like that shit is supposed to be in your goddamn face. Like you're supposed to like that song is supposed to have a griminess to it. Yeah. Or just be like it's supposed to be over the top, grimy, and right. just like abrasive. Right. This is none of that. It's it's almost kind of it's feels disjointed. Like, it almost kind of feels like he's half asleep at the strip club. Yeah. Um, Which is funny because on the previous song, again, he shits on people. He shits on the on the kids doing the lean and whatnot. I'm like he sounds like he fucking drank a, bu- a couple bottles of act before he got in the studio. Yeah. Well, what do we think of this next the song uh, like I love you? Because that was another pretty bad hook. Oh oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're pretty laughably bad. Um, I wanna fuck. <laughs> like because it had the lyrics of like on uh, for hours. it had the lyrics of like your typical like uh, casually misogynistic rap song. I mean, I was, but it was presented was, like a ballad. Honestly, I was expecting Kesha to come in and do a do a verse on that song. No, that's that. No, it was that. Ke- it was, Kesha wouldn't do that. I, I mean, like 2010 Kesha. That, that, that's no, because that would imply the song's interesting. No, Kesha. Oh, I will. I will stand. Really, Animal Era Kesha. That's some of the fucking best, like trash can pop, like just like like over the top trash. I miss that Kesha. I miss that Kesha so fucking much. No, no, you, no, no, you, you've now evoked a a fire in me. That is that that is a that is a cause that I'm very passionate about. And Kesha, she went through some awful shit that I'm not uh, horrible, horrible things. Yep. And whatever. I mean, it's, it's not my business to. Take it to a comment on her creative creative endeavors. Is this just gonna be a Kesha review? No, but I want I want old Kesha back. All right. Well, I who, fucking who, I Rainbow on to Trailer Warrior, Park Hollywood, great. which is a song. Trailer Park Hollywood. Is I think, so I, think we're, I think we're split on that song because perfectly. I mean, uh, personally, and the verses I, aren't bad, but the fucking hook is obnoxious. As I, hell. I I didn't really care. I, I didn't care uh, for a lot of the songs on here, but when we got to Trailer Park Hollywood, 
I don't know what it is, but it's like that. It's that type of music you can just kind of ride to when you're down in the south. I would never go to the south because of my skin color. Um, <laughs> well, well that's it. You, you just offend. You just offended. Well, all right, I'll be quite, okay. If, if you're willing to go to but, Florida, you're willing to go anywhere. My man's talking about riding around with uh, seeing crocodiles, styrofoam cup. You know what I'm saying? Tra- uh, 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 pinup girl they, they, on his wall. You know. Well, that, that, well, pin, pinup girl shows how, shows his age. Yeah, because pin, pinup pretty, girls have not been a thing in quite some time. I think that was supposed to be the point, though. It was supposed to be kind of a throwback <laughs> to that. Sure. So, so in that sure. in that regard, I think it kind of worked, and it's it's this meshing of like Hollywood and trailer park life. Um, yeah, no, no. I mean, you yeah. got Elvis on one oh, side. Oh, I mean, that was for sure. I mean, that was for Elvis, sure the subject matter. I mean, you're not. I'm, you're, no arguments to me on that. Elvis is the is, is the epitome of that. I mean, Elvis was from you know he's from Tennessee. Yeah. You know, definitely Memphis. Hell yeah. And then he moved moved. You know, you got Vegas. Vegas. You know, the glitz and the glamour. You know, he meshed those two worlds together. Yeah, I, I mean, they're two very separate worlds. I, I enjoyed it. I mean, but but like the attempts to mesh these two separate worlds in the past. The singing was kind of weird. Though. It's annoying as hell. It, it wasn't as annoying as the other songs, though. It def- I, I, I didn't feel it's the need like to change. At the top the ch- of the- I didn't feel the need to change the song immediately. You know, uh, drugs was all right. I think Drugs is the best song on the album, mostly because that fucking like hazy fucking guitar on the beat yeah. is incredible. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Absolutely fucking incredible, goddamn beat on that song. And I, and I, and I thought like, yeah, it was a pretty. I mean, like obviously it's dealing with a, a matter of talking about addiction mm-hmm. and whatnot. It's Which, not. It's not. It's not revolutionary in any capacity. But I, I thought it effectively conveyed its message, and the beat was really good. So that was my, that was my that was my favorite song of the album for sure, and probably like the one slower song that I thought was very good, because I think it was the more abrasive moments that at least tried to be like old school southern hip hop that I cuz I I love that shit. Mm-hmm. So that those are the other songs that appealed to me. The only issue that I had with that song and it almost felt like I couldn't understand what he was saying. Like I, I enjoy the country <laughs> the, the countryness of him like that, that that whole like Alabama like I said the twang you know that yeah. that's very appealing to me. The the one thing is that sometimes he's almost kind of sounds like he's too country to the point where I don't know oh, what dude, I can't understand he, the line in the, the chorus, you know. He is one of the worst enunciators in hip hop. And, and that was one of the things that made me laugh about him taking shots of the kids dude. Like I had a harder time understanding him than most of the most of the goddamn kids that everybody's waving their fucking finger at. Yeah, the the the, the mumble rappers. Well, he wasn't calling out mumble rappers. I he think did, he didn't. He didn't. He doesn't do it extensively, but in rowdy, he did. Well, here's the thing: is that I, I think you're kind of confused. A lot of rappers attack the way that that like the that these younger generation type rappers are rapping. I think in that song that you're referring to was a rowdy, yeah. right? I think in that song he's mostly attacking the content. Like, in, like what, what are they rapping about? <laughs> yeah, because I mean, he even says but, in the song, "You kids are, you know, rapping about Zannies or whatever." I mean, he, he's he's mostly referring to the stuff that they're rapping about, not necessarily how they're saying. <laughs> eh, I, I think I think they're kind of. I, I think it was kind of both. I mean, I, I can go back and listen to the song. He doesn't say yeah. anything about mumble rappers. He doesn't no, say anything about how he's ra- how the kids are rapping. Yeah, but I mean, I, I, it's I, mostly I, about the fact that he he's upset I, that kids are, are are glorifying that kind of lifestyle. That that that, that that's the gist <laughs> yeah, of that. Yeah, but I mean, I've been hip hop's been guilty of doing that forever, man. No, that, I, that, I wasn't saying that. I was just yeah, saying. No, but, but that, that's one thing that kind of blows my mind about all the criticism. It's like, dude, like you guys, I mean, like the genre is basically founded on that. Well, now that old, Yellow Wolf is, all, is a lot older, I think he kind of has more of a better perspective on it. He's not, he's not Sh- out here. Sure, but like, but I also think it's, I, I mean, Yellow Wolf again. I don't know anything about. He's his, not out here telling you to, you know, drink activism until you pass out. <laughs> no, but I mean, but again, I, I think with with hip hop, I mean, a lot of the messages are not good. Okay. So I would, I would say, like, and, and it's telling been, it's kids been not that to take Xanax is not it's good. It's been that way. It's been that way forever. I mean, oh. just, the genre's basically been founded on, on recklessness and, yeah. and g- criminal behavior. So, basically, I treat it the same way as I treat violence in movies. Like, okay. like I'll, like, revel, I'll enjoy the shit while I'm listening to it, but I'm not going to go out and do it. All right. 
I mean, it's not. Um, I mean, I don't really have much else to say about this. No, it's like I don't really have a whole well thing to say. Pretty, but I have one more point. I, I finish my point on okay. the enunciations, man. Because the dude, because he has that style, like I mean, where he just goes like, he just raps mad fast. Like, dude, I, I, I don't understand what the fuck he's saying. Like, not even, I also didn't listen to the record with headphones. So that probably, that, that's probably my, that's, that's fucking my bad. But, to the average listener, it sounds cool. You know, obviously, on, it's, the, it's, on a surface, when someone raps fast, it's pretty impressive. But when you break down what he's actually saying, I mean, the lyrics aren't good. When you once you can actually hear what he's saying, yeah, I mean, the lyrics are they're, they're not like they're not clever, they're not introspective, they're not really much of anything. Okay. I mean, like, I mean, it's very, I mean, it's very much a in one ear out the other album, which. Yeah. Which again is why why we've I think we've barely said anything about the album because there really isn't much to say. I mean, like basically the first half of the album is kind of fast. Mm-hmm. The second half of the album is kind of slow. It picks up towards the end though. The last, Addiction's pretty good. Oh, all the way up. I mean, that, that's a pretty up tempo song. And then you yeah, also I would say the, the second guy on that song I think is Cook Up Boss. Is that his name? That was I, I went through the credits obviously when I, for my notes. And Buck Chevy I, Six I also. Think, I mean, Buck, if we saw him Buck Chevy Six and all the way out, that kind of picks up from there. I feel like as far as I, I just well, thought, a tempo. I just thing. thought they were like sure for a tempo for sure, but like I think they were like I just think they were like weaker versions of the songs that appeared. They, they basically they, the they were album. they were just like weaker versions of the trunk rattling oh, southern okay. songs right. in TM3 and and Rowdy um, and Catfish Billy. Do you want do you want to go more for a grade? Yes, yeah, C. It's just I'll go for C minus. I, I would say like I, I would only lean because I know I would say like it like the production bumps it up like I, I was thinking about giving it a C minus but, but the thing is like I don't feel strongly enough about it C minus to me like is like below average or pretty bad like there wasn't enough on this record besides the hooks for me to like really hate on to give it to put it fair enough and I was mostly just indifferent the entire fucking time fair enough I have to I'll move it to a C then and the record's too fucking long I mean it's, it's about just under an hour and like it's it feels every bit it up. does it does kind of drag for a little while it kind of I had to pit, look at my phone a couple times and be like is, is the album over yet you know and we oh were, yeah you know, we were only on track ten you know no that's the thing like the first the first half moved by like all right and I got to the second half and I was like dude this this little the second half of the album feels like it's about fucking two will hours will you ever long. Re- revisit any songs fuck on this? no okay. <laughs> uh, oh, oh! I will not be not be putting on the old iPod. I will not be listening to it probably ever again and at all. iPod. All right, you're calling yellow a fold. All right then. Yeah. Fucking grandpa over Thank here. Thank you. Um, oh, I will. I will defend the shit of my iPod Classic. Man, I think it's the greatest fucking person I've ever made in my entire goddamn life. I fucking love that. You shit. know you can listen to music on your phone. Oh, now, you right? fuck that shit. All right. Hey, all no. Right, just making sure. No, no. Again, I'm not gonna. No, I'm not gonna criticize. I get it. It's very convenient. And, and I and I I use the streaming services for. For research purposes, for oh, okay. but like right. yeah, I I love the shit out of my iPod. I will not apologize for that. And it's go. funny because Barstool tried roasting Floyd Mayweather. Why? Because yeah, because he had an iPod Classic oh. like me, and it was great. Because again, on the on the internet where everything is hate, everything is fuck you. Like look at this clown. People are like that thing was the fucking best. It was most it was like mostly positive comments. Like dude, like dude, no need. Like like Floyd Mayweather's a piece of shit. But yeah. like don't knock him for that move. <laughs> like like well, that, that thing's fucking great. We're gonna go ahead and end it here. Uh, see from both of us. Let us know what you thought of Yellow yeah, Wolf Chunk we, Music can, Three. Can, can somebody put a fucking album out, man? Yeah. The, uh, fucking nope. There's been like no, yeah. there, no. They literally all came in one foul swoop. Like the week we reviewed the Pumps album. That, yeah. That Harvard drop. Like Offset put an album out. Gonna put an album out. And then like since two, then, then we had two, two, two changes the following week. The following week, week. week I was, we, we, we we were supposed to review that, but we had we we had some. But, but here's the thing: is like it almost kind of feels like we're in this dead like space. This this space oh. where like there is no good there's nothing. music coming out right now. Well, and there's, the, no, there's it, no there's no there's no hippity hop music coming out. That's what I'm referring to. Yeah, right. This is a hip hop show, so it, I'm saying no good music. I'm saying no good hip hop music right now. No, there's literally we, nothing on the goddamn calendar. And the worst part about it is there's I'm looking online every week for major releases. There's Nobody's nothing. announced anything there's yet. Nothing. I mean, like, I mean, like, we had. I mean, like, there's singles out. Do you for... want to talk about Logic's new R&B album? Fuck no. Okay then. I don't want to talk about Logic at all. <laughs> so we're um, gonna have to be waiting for a very long time. I mean, I mean, we have singles. All right, so so we're getting we're gonna a Schoolboy Q album is gonna come out at some point, and Beast Coast is gonna put an album out at some point. 
That's all we got. Let's hope it's, in, it's within the next couple weeks because our next show is in about three weeks. It's, it's going to be exciting, whatever, whatever whatever it is, man. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, as always, make sure you follow us on Twitter. I mean, not Twitter. God, what am I talking about? We're not even on Twitter. Instagram. Uh, we're on Facebook. And our Gmail is always open for any kind of hate comments you want to send our way. Yep. Uh, as you proceed, we Subscribe, are... rate, um, and got rappers. One more time. Put a, put some fucking material out. God, God damn it. God's sake, Put some us. fucking material out. Otherwise, uh, next time we're just getting a review of the new Billie Eilish album, or Eilish, or whatever the fuck you know. We're definitely scraping the bottom of the barrel with this one, I'd say. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, that, that's, that's the thing. I mean, like, when you... I was like, yellow? I was like... No, I was like, what? I was like, yo, okay, <laughs> sounds good. Who, who else? There was another, uh, 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 the only Billy other, Woods had an album called? No, legitimately, the only uh, other options we had was Nav and no, Rich the Kid. And Rich the Kid. <laughs> I was like, what are we going to do? No, even, 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 even me, a trap apologist, was like, nah, nah I can't really go Rich hey, the Kid and Nav. do yellow <laughs> And I was All like, right. yeah, I'd rather, like, Talk I'm not going to listen to that Nav album. Talk to you guys later. Peace out. <laughs> Nav sucks.